another we've all been in a situation that irked us to the core. We also may have encountered life experiences that made us feel deep sadness or powerlessness. We've likely all experienced moments of worry, blame, discouragement, jealousy, anger, revenge, rage, guilt, unworthiness, the list goes on. When we find ourselves in these situations, recovering from them might take some time. Bouncing back from difficult situations sounds like it should be easy enough to do. Just think positive, right? Just let it go or ignore it. The reality is, we can't. We can't just snap our fingers and not feel what we're feeling. It's more complex than that. But once you understand why and how our emotions tie into vibrations, you can start to see a strategy for bouncing back. Today is the first part in a two-part series that explores the various emotions we feel and how to have better control over them. For this episode, we're going to talk about the why and how of our emotions and the vibrational states we face on a day-to-day -day basis. Next week, I will share with you a strategy you can use to help yourself and others bounce back more easily from vibrationally low emotional states. Before we can do that, however, we first need a better understanding of how and why our emotions affect us the way that they do. My name is Jen Stickney, and I'm the host of the Simply Authentic podcast. I created this podcast as part of a journey of discovering our truth within. Each episode covers various tips, lessons, and ideas, as well as the struggles and hurdles I've had to overcome while discovering the truth of who and what I am, my authentic self. It's always a work in progress, but I believe that we all have the ability to create whatever life we desire. I also believe that one of the keys to doing this is through authentic action. When we discover the truth within and can separate self from ego, endless possibilities become open to us. It's my hope that this podcast may provide a different perspective or something to ponder from time to time. Thanks again for joining me today. I don't know about you, but anytime I'm grumpy and emitting vibrationally low emotions, I feel like a ticking time bomb. The last thing I want to hear is someone telling me to just let it go or to look on the bright side. Or my all-time favorite, which I say with 100% sarcasm, is when someone tells me to chill out. When I'm already drowning in emotions that are not so fun and someone tries to tell me to relax or chill out, it's as if they just grabbed the bomb from within me and started randomly pulling on wires hoping to defuse it. What they get, however, is not a diffused bomb, but one with a much shorter fuse. Or worse, I just explode altogether. Simply snapping out of it or bouncing back isn't within anyone's capacity in those moments of anger or despair, hatred, jealousy, revenge, guilt, and more. But there is a process to recovery that does work and we can help each other get there without randomly yanking on wires. Before you can really understand how to help yourself or someone else that is experiencing a vibrationally low emotional state, you first have to understand the emotional scale. Each emotion we feel has its own vibration, and those vibrations are slightly different for everyone, but there's a general scale that Esther Hicks shares in her book, Ask and It Is Given. I like sharing that as a guide. 
I created a visual for this scale that you can see and download as a PDF from my website at simplyattune.com. Just look for the blog post titled Why Bouncing Back from Difficult Situations is Hard to Do. The scale that she created consists of 22 levels with the highest vibrating emotions at the top of the list and the lowest vibrating emotions at the bottom. Some emotions have a very similar vibrational state and are listed at the same level. So at the top of the scale, you'll see vibrations such as joy, empowerment, freedom, love, appreciation, passion, enthusiasm, optimism, positive expectation. And then somewhere in the middle, you'll find things like frustration, overwhelm, disappointment. And then at the bottom of the scale, you will see things like anger, revenge, hatred, jealousy, guilt, fear, depression, despair, and powerlessness. Each one of these emotions has its own vibrational state, and the order may vary slightly for everyone because our interpretation of what each of these words means is slightly different. But it's not the naming of the emotion that really matters. It's the feeling of the emotion and the vibrational level of that emotion that matters. We are constantly bombarded with stress and anxiety and the typical responsibilities that go along with being an adult. But because of this, it can often seem easier to fall down to a lower vibration than it is to feel a happier and more joyful vibration. When we are already feeling stressed, angry, or depressed, it's easier to feel more of the same. Like attracts like. That's the basis of the law of attraction. Climbing out of the lower vibrations takes effort. Of course, others can help us get there and sometimes external influences can have a dramatic effect on our emotional state, but the effects won't last unless you find ways to sustain them. In my experience, women seem to have a harder time bouncing back than men do for the normal day-to-day -day stresses. For example, my husband and I might argue over something. And he'll be over it and just fine about five minutes later. Five hours later, however, I'm still brooding and struggling to move on from it. His quick recovery only makes things worse because the voice in my head wonders why he doesn't care that I'm still upset or how can he care so little about the argument? Have you ever experienced thoughts like that? The ego can really mess with us if we aren't paying attention, but that in itself could easily be a topic all on its own. And maybe I'll call that one something like the disruptive forces of ego or something like that. Anyway, my point is that women seem to get stuck in downward spirals of emotions for longer than men. We tend to have more drama in our lives than men, and we've gotten really good at holding a grudge. We think about all possible angles for longer, which makes it harder for us to move on from things and back up toward higher, more positive emotions. Men have a different kind of drama that's more controlled by testosterone and the need to compete with one another. I know my husband prefers to win our arguments, although in his words, he only prefers to win our arguments when he's right. From my perspective, he often does win our arguments because I tend to give up before he does. We're both pretty stubborn, but he can last much longer than I can. And don't tell him I said that because it's not something I'm likely to admit in front of him. The differences in men and women and the way we process or think about things really seems to stem back to our most primitive survival instincts. Men would go out, hunt, protect, and provide. The decisions they were faced with all had to be made quickly. Taking too long to think about something could cost them their life. See the animal, take the shot, or starve. There's no time to look back and reassess. Women, on the other hand, were in charge of more complex things, such as raising children, providing nourishment. Their decisions had long-term impact. They were forced to analyze and assess and think about things from multiple angles. 
To this day, men are faced with a decision, they quickly look at the options, come to a decision, are satisfied with it, and then they move on. They release the emotional ties to whatever it was and move on to the next thing. Just this week, my husband and I were trying to pick out a new logo concept for a business we're creating, and he had made a decision and thought, okay, done, now we're on to the next thing. I, on the other hand, was happy with it, but still wanted to look at other concepts and try some more things. I was worried that the logo we had both agreed on might be a little too this or a little too that, and his response was, this one is good, we can always rebrand later. And while I completely agree with him, I still feel this strange urge to get it right. Now, I'm not saying that all men and women are like this. I'm just sharing what I've noticed through my role as a massage therapist and energy healer, and as well as from my own life experiences. Men and women both struggle to bounce back, but the way we bounce back is different, as is the time it takes us to do so. The longer we stay focused on something that makes us feel sad, uncomfortable, depressed, angry, worried, or any other of those negative emotions, the lower our vibration can fall. All the work that we do to raise our emotional vibration is cumulative, as is a negative fall. So if you spend a lot of time in the negative emotional state, you will find it easier and easier to sink further and further down to lower emotional vibrations. If you spend more time in the more positive and joyful emotions, you will raise your vibration. But we can't just jump from a low vibration up to a higher one. We have to work our way up to it. The rate at which we travel up the emotional scale varies. It varies based on our thoughts, the situation, and even as we were discussing, it can vary based on gender. It can also vary based on age. I'm sure you've come across some of the older generation that simply don't care anymore. But what I want to remind you is that we can't just snap from one emotion to another because that's not how the law of attraction works. Like attracts like. We can work our way through one emotional state to a similar one and then to the next similar state, whether that's up or down. With that said, I have some homework for you. Over the next few days, simply notice how you feel emotionally throughout the day. Track your emotional state throughout the day. Are you primarily experiencing more positive emotions or more negative emotional states? The PDF download that I mentioned earlier includes a chart for you to track your emotional state throughout the day. Try using it and see where you spend most of your time. You can find the PDF download through my website at simplyattune.com. Just go look for the blog post titled Why Bouncing Back from Difficult Situations is Hard to Do. Next week, I will share with you a strategy that you can use to help yourself and others bounce back more easily from vibrationally low emotional states. The goal here is to spend more of our time in a higher vibrational state than we do throughout the day in a lower vibrational state. So you may wish to continue to use the chart to track your progress. So go out to my website, simplyattune.com, and grab your copy right now. It's free. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you again next week. Love this episode? I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. When you do, you help me to reach more individuals just like you who are looking for a shift in perspective or to discover their own truth within. This episode was produced and edited by me, your host, Jen Stickney, using Adobe Audition as well as tools available at Anchor.fm, your one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. The music used in this podcast is titled Clear Progress by Scott Holmes. Thanks again for listening. Thank you.